guys. Welcome back to Pretty Live Podcast. This is Sarah. And Whitney. All right. Fan favorite. You ready? Let's do this. Hey, Whitney. Hey, hey. Okay. Hey, Whitney. Ever since I've become a mom, I felt resentment towards my partner. The fact he can live his life and mine will never be the same. Help a sister out. Been there. <laughs> Still Let's there? Just, some Maybe days, some days. Some days. Some days and when we, my two-year-old refuses to let my husband do anything for her, yes. And we still very much love our husbands. We do. But, and he, he, I will say, he calls my daughters out on this because I can literally be making supper, doing laundry, doing something. And both my kids are like, mommy, look at this. Mommy, watch this. Mommy, I need a snack. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Or walk I, past the dad to get the snack. Oh, that happens frequently, snack. yes. And he will say... You have another parent. You can ask me for a snack. And my toddler will just come up to me and go, Mommy, snack open. Mm. I'm like, thank you. Appreciate it. Feel the love. Feel I the mean, love. let's be real. It's There is a making kind of start when you, the minute you get pregnant or trying yes. to get pregnant. Like, because if you're struggling infertility, you're pumping yeah. the hormones in your body. Yep. Okay. They're not doing that. No. You get pregnant. You're in the first trimester. You're sick as a dog. Your mm. body's changing. All the... Basically, restrictions have to you. You have to give mm-hmm. the birth. You yep. have to go through postpartum. Mm-hmm. So it builds. It's a slow build. Yes. And then you have these toddlers that are little terrorists at times. Yes. Um, the way I've tried to reframe this, instead of my toddler being clingy, I say she's very securely attached to me. Overly at times, but yes, yes. to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, baby James, you can... Yeah. Your love is known for me. Yeah, Sammy is the definition of a Velcro baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so how do we not get angry and resentful every day? Or do, how do we, I guess the biggest is like, how do we deal with that elephant in the room? Because we're not the only people that feel this way. Well, here's the thing. We can't not feel that way. I don't know that we can insulate or bubble ourselves from feeling that way. So don't let that be your goal. Because it's always going to be some level of like, hey, it's not fair. Correct. Because um, it's not fair. It's not fair. But, you know, part of it is there's a really good book out there called Fair Play. Okay. And each person in the relationship writes down the task that they manage and what all goes into that task. And so then you can compare it and say, okay, we we need to shift some things around because this is too much for one or the other person. Yeah. And it comes at it from an objective sense. You're not saying, why can't you help me more? And da-da-da. You're not attacking the other person. It's just saying, okay... When we look at it written down on paper, oh my goodness, all of this is way more mentally taxing than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. So approaching it from that standpoint, um, and even just saying, hey, I need you to help me with X, Y, and Z, stating what your needs are. And I will be real, like this is my type A Enneagram one here where I do struggle to delegate tasks. Yes. Or if I'm already in the middle of a task or like 80% of the way done with it, it doesn't do, in my head, it doesn't do me a lot of good for you to take over at that point. Cause I'm like, well, I'm nearly done anyway. Or it's more effort to explain how to do something that you're like, why do you not know how to do that? That's done in our house every single day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those, like I was loading the dishwasher yesterday. And my husband was like, well, why don't you let me do it? And I said, I have two plates to put in the washer at this point. Like I'm, I'm nearly done. And it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just like, it, Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, at yeah. that point, I'm nearly done. Let me go ahead and finish it and get that sense of accomplishment. And that's where I fall short, uh-huh. where I do struggle to delegate. So if you are similar in me, really try to figure out what can I delegate and can I actually be okay passing something off that's 80% done? 
Yeah. I may not feel like I get to cross it off my to-do list because I didn't get to do it 100%. But. Toxic trait right here. Um, Just calling myself out, apparently. And so I have to get to a point where I say, okay, even if I'm passing off a task that's 80% done, at least that's something off of me a little bit. It's done. Yeah. It yeah. gets done one way or another. And something did get taken off of my plate a little bit there. And communicating it to yeah. them of there's some things they're not going to be able to do. Yeah. And I mean, especially newborns mm-hmm. stage, it just ain't going to happen. So you have to mm. just kind of, I think knowing that early in mm-hmm. life, pregnancy, just knowing it's just never going to be equal. Yeah. Um, but that's, Unfortunately. Now, as the kids get older, I think that they will start to go to the other parent more frequently. It's just those early years getting it is. really, really my, hard. My oldest one has gotten better about letting my husband do bedtime with her, and then I do it with our younger one. And so that's off of me. I don't have to get her in jammies. I don't have yeah. to bathe her and wash her hair and brush it out and read her stories. I'm not saying that I don't want to do those things. But that is a whole bedtime routine off of me. Uh-huh. I really don't have to worry like, well, what's it done right? He's been doing it. Yeah. He knows to wash and brush her hair. He knows to give her a bath and for her to be in clean jammies and to brush teeth. Like, yeah. he's got that. Tag him in. Yes. I can pass that off. Uh-huh. And she is developing that bond with him. Whereas, again, we go back to that newborn and toddler stage where they are so relying mommy, on Mommy, mommy, mommy. Me and her have a good bond. We yeah. have a good attachment. So she feels comfortable with where we're at so that she can start to build that with him. Now, I really hope that my younger one gets to the point where she'll be willing for us to trade out and alternate so that we have like a maintenance mode on both ends. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. And so make the list, write it out. They can be done. Mm -hmm. Communicate. Be open. Yes. And set expectations for the stage of life. Yeah, and set them low. Mm-hmm. Set them low. Okay, here we go. Ooh, ooh, this is a good one. Hey, Whitney, I feel like we've gotten to a stage of parenting where I see myself saying things that my parents did to me because I said so. I want to change that cycle. Where do I start? Okay, well, you've already started because you're recognizing it, so it's so good. And haven't we all been like, oh, I just did uh-huh. what so-and-so did to mm-hmm. me. Yes. Good, bad, ugly. Exactly. And so that was another thing that I was going to say is realize, okay, what are some things that my parents did with me and my siblings that I didn't love? Doesn't mean that they were abusive. Right. Does not mean they were abusive. Like, because I said so. Exactly. So what we can say is, okay, if there were things that you know that you disliked that your parents did when you were growing up, how do we change that? Yeah. You know, is it that you just don't implement that? Like, I can remember getting spankings as a child, and that's what happened back in the 90s. But the handful of times that I have spanked my kids, more so my older one than my younger one because she's so little, it didn't work. And so, honestly, we don't spank in our household because I'm like, I don't, there's not a benefit to that. So you changed it. And I think we but, changed it but I think because this there person, wasn't a benefit to it. This person's saying is, you, I agree, like just yeah. recognizing is the first step. Yeah, recognizing it and then figuring out what did my parents do that I didn't like or didn't work. Right. Whether that means you tweak it or you just eliminate it. So like I said, we eliminated spanking because we don't see a benefit with it. It has not benefited us or my daughter. And there might be things that you're just like you. And it's not like, I, you know, stuff that I'm like, okay, we're not doing that. Correct. Now, 
do I go cold turkey and not do that? Or do I have to sometimes see myself? I go, ooh, okay, well, so Yeah, it's going to be more of a, like you catch yourself almost you catch, in the moment kind yes. of thing. And you think about it and you're just like, oh. But that's good because you're catching, right? Correct. So you go from doing to catching uh-huh. to stopping. Yes. To adapting or changing. To do something that your new pattern. Mm-hmm. So you're breaking a pattern that you don't yes. even know has been imprinted on you, but it has. Mm-hmm. So recognize. Yes. going to stop or slow it. Mm-hmm. Adjust, change, and then you're into a new pattern. Correct. So congrats to you, Mama. You're yes. your generational changer here. And then if there are positive things that you saw that your parents did, implement those. Should follow it. Or you see something that your friend does. Or you see something yeah. that a parenting blogger does. And you're like, that's great. Exactly. Hey, we need village of information. Uh, yes. We're not expected to know the best practice for everything. That's exhausting. Ooh. And A, no one can do it. And like I said, we, we would love to be gentle parents, but we're more medium we're more medium because when we look at the example of because I said so, kids don't get that. No. They mm-hmm. they need the explanation because they truly don't understand the why. So you have so to tell them. Again, that's where that little bit of a gentle parenting technique comes in of you say, hey, I really don't want you to do this because of this. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to play with the outlet because it can shock you. Right. As opposed to, no, don't do that. Well, why not? Right. And kids are inquisitive. They don't ask why to be defensive they just or don't defiant. know they don't know they need us to educate them Love now that. if you have a kid that keeps on keeping on even after that explanation that's when you say we've talked about it i've told you that this is the reason uh-huh. why do you please, remember what mommy said about this yeah, please don't ask again because i've already told you that we can't do that because of x y and z reasons well, we have we have gangster children we do so yes. that we hope for this moment your level yeah. of gangster with their child is not ours it's but, mild um but you know what? Kudos to you. You're changing. That's Good job. Right. Okay. Hey, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I've, I, I filled this one because I was in this in a different, with the miscarriage. Yes. Um, I'm the last one of my friends to have babies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're in different stages. Yeah. How can I keep these friendships? Well, I think recognizing that you are in different stages, that you're not going to fully understand what their life is like. And, you know, that they're not going to understand yours. No, they're not going to understand yours. And that communication will change. One thing that one of my friends does, her kids are older. They're in like middle school and high school. And, you know, I've got a daycare kid and a kindergartner. And that's a hard, that's a stage difference. That's all it is. That's a hard stage. It's a huge stage difference. And so while she has more freedoms now because her kids can be home alone. Yeah. She's got a 15 year old and a 12 year old. She's in a different stage. Yeah, they they are independent. Like, they can be home alone for an hour, and it's okay. She's sleeping. Yes, she is sleeping. I am not. Um, not well some nights. So she gets that I don't necessarily have those freedoms because I do have younger children. So one of our big thing is to do voice texting back and forth. So it's kind of like we're having a phone call. Yeah. But I don't have to be on the phone because it's probably going to be... Chaos. Yeah, chaos. Little dumpster fires running around. People screaming. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she, and that's it. I mean, because it's like, if me and you have a conversation and we hear our children in the background, that's our life. Like, we just, we we, know. We Mm -hmm. don't, we don't phase, but it's to that person that's not in that stage. Unless you hear a crash and something break, then it's like, oh, I got to go. It's like, "Mm, go handle that. Just hang up. Yeah. Just hang up. It's fine. It's weird. We don't take offense of it to that. We have that understanding. Yeah. And that's because we're in the same stage of life. And yeah. we don't, we know if a text goes unanswered for a little bit, yep. 
And we're I not think ignoring. We're, we're not bad at each no. other. No, 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 no. But for this friend that's not in this stage, they have to kind of give you grace. Yeah. And you got to give them grace because they say, you have different expectations. Lo- understanding and expectations is a big deal here. Yeah. And like you and I said, it's one of those, if you send a text and it goes unread for a little bit, we know that that's I not don't go a personal attack. Exactly. No. We just know life happens. They're busy with the kids. They're busy with work. They'll get to it when they can, and that's okay. It's no reflection of our friendship. Correct. And so even if you need to have that conversation of, I'm really sorry that I just can't be as responsive as I was, it's because I've got a newborn and they're colicky or we're in the NICU or whatever the case may be. I got three out of three, whatever. Yeah. Like, Or if you are, you know, if you are the person that does not have a child, you can say, you know what? I don't fully understand everything, but I'm not mad when you don't answer my text. Please know that I'm giving you grace. Uh-huh. And that, even that, you guys are going to go on a level field together because you both want that friendship and you just got to just say we're at different stages with our demands, but Correct. that does not define our friendship, but well, and when it is your time to have a child, she'll that be mom will be such a resource. Exactly. She'll cheer get it. you on and she's going to be like, oh, what I you need? This. I yeah. got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last one. Love this one. Okay. <laughs> Don't love this for this woman, but <sighs> my mother-in-law announced our daughter's name at my baby shower when we were still undecided about it. So it Uh-oh. sounds like so they, they had, had like a out. name, threw it out, but okay. like wasn't. Maybe they were like, debating names. Uh-huh. It was like, okay. hey, y'all, maybe we This one might have been in like the top three. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Well, apparently the mother-in-law announced it. She did not respect our wishes. What can we do as I only see this basically starting? So sounds like mother-in-law already doesn't respect boundaries. And I would try to give her benefit of the doubt of being like, well, she got excited that you had picked out baby's name. And that can happen. And it can. However, when we say this is also one of the many times she doesn't respect our wishes. And that's telling us there's history. Yeah, there's a pattern here. And so which you... And you're, it will not be enjoyable. It will not be easy. Let's just go ahead and get that out there. You're going to have to have those conversations of saying, this is what we expect when our baby comes, whether that means sleep stuff, feeding, car seat safety, all, all of those things, especially if she's Time going... Time she spent. Correct. Especially if she's going to be helping with child care if you're going back to work. Mm-hmm. You know, that this is our schedule. Yeah. You know, this is our routine. This is how we do things. And that that needs to be followed because y'all are the parents. You're the ones that get to say, this is what we do. I mean, obviously, you know, no abuse or anything like that taking place, you know, but if you're saying, okay, well, we're going to do cry it out sleep method when babies, I think, is it four or five months old? I think four. Okay. Whenever that time frame is. And if you choose to cry it out, but then she's like, well, how dare you and blah, blah, blah. Or if you say, well, we're not going to sleep train. And she's like, well, why wouldn't you want to do, you know, mm. however that may go down. You say, okay, I understand that that's how you feel about it. This is our child and this is what we are choosing to do. And I would say get on the same page with your husband, partner. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes the spouse needs to go to their family. First and kind first. of set it because you're going to get painted as the bad person. Yes, each person, mm-hmm. each person needs to go person, to their family. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Each person goes to their family to set the boundaries and to lay that foundation. Then if we see that pattern continue, if there's a blatant outward disrespect, and I hate to say like disobedience, but y'all know what I mean when Uh I say that. 
Um, then it's like, okay, we're going to come together and say on a united front, we're doing X, Y, and Z for a baby. Or you know what? We're not going to have visitors at the hospital because we don't want that or whatever. Then if they still choose to disregard it, that's unfortunately when you do have to have the heavy consequence of, okay, well, if you're not going to respect our boundaries of not coming up to the hospital when the baby is born, we're not going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Then you said that. So, so recognize it, give, I don't, I don't think this one was a whoopsie here, but if it was, okay. But again, that pattern, that pattern, have a pattern issue, that's different. I would say for sure, get on the same page with your partner, mm-hmm. then set your boundaries yes. and your partner has to dig in with those boundaries too. Yep. It can be very challenging too. Uh-huh. Set those, keep those. And then we need to unfortunately have consequences. Yes. And that's not an easy conversation. I'm not saying this is going to be easy. No. It's not unicorns and rainbows. And it's uncomfortable. But I would say if this is happening now, you're right. It's going to happen later when the baby comes. Oh, absolutely. Hit the nail on the head with that. And you are going to be trying to recover. And that mm-hmm. is that is the time when you don't need to be worrying about this. So set those boundaries now yeah. and give yourself that period of time to be graced and recover and not deal yes. with it. Don't exactly. try to set those boundaries in postpartum. You don't have to... Fight that battle that you shouldn't have to fight that battle then. No. Wow. Okay. I love these questions. These were very just. These were good ones. These were really good ones. So guys, you can send, hey, Whitney in Mm -hmm. via Instagram. Just DM us. Or if you're a freelance mom, you actually have a Hey Whitney thing on all your emails that you can just like submit. And we will share those. Of course, anonymous. No one knows who you are. That's right. And I guarantee you're not alone in all these. So moms are taking these. Um and helping them out. So until next time, guys. All right, see ya. Maternal mental health is as important as physical health. The Previous Alliance podcast was created for and by moms dealing with postpartum depression in all its variables, like anxiety, anger, and even apathy. Hosted by CEO, founder, Sarah Parkhurst, and licensed clinical social worker, Whitney Gay, each episode focused on specific issues relevant to pregnancy and postpartum. Join us and hear how other moms have overcome mental health challenges as well as access tips and suggestions on dealing with your own challenges as moms. You can also browse our podcast library and listen to previous episodes at any time. Please know you're not alone on this journey. We're here to help.